0: Welcome back to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Add your voice to the discussion. Email hello at blindguytalkstech.com or call and leave us a voicemail on 0204-571-3354. Hello, guys. This is Blind Guy Talks Tech. I am that blind guy, Stephen Scott. He is Sean Priest, and we are together in person. Oh, that sounds so wrong. Oh, it's so good, though. Isn't it nice? Hello. Hello, it's you. I would shake your hand, but you've been coughing so much and spluttering all over the place. I don't want to come anywhere
1: near you. In fact, I would much rather right now you (laughs) were in your shed, to be totally honest. We get up close and personal, and I'm, uh, yes, let's just say I'm ill. um, Yeah, you're not not doing too well, but you're okay. I'm good, yes, just a cold and a sore throat. But, uh, yes, So I try not to cough. But, uh, man, it's so strange to... uh, meet in person right after well how long has it been it's been years i know and despite robin
0: christopherson's predictions of doom yes. and uh, death and death yeah uh we survived we did. the train remained on the tracks the whole way through there was a scary moment i'll be honest wow there was one point where the track was a little bit wobbly and i thought oh is this the point we all die but then it was fine as it always is. Don't listen to Robin.
1: <laughs> Blimey.
0: It's like when you slip in the shower. Every, I think every person does this. You slip in the shower and the first thing you think is, oh, God, they're going to find me naked. And that's... It's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just put some pants on me before you call anyone. <laughs> Just put something over me, please. Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh, uh, but was yes, it was terrifying. So how was your journey done? Well, okay. So, again, first time travelling with sort of no vision. Right, so it was a bit mm. more anxious i I usually don't mind the train at all, but um first time travelling with uh, in my fog that I've now acquired um and you know what absolutely fine, but all down to passenger assistance, yeah, you know absolutely great um slight problem is that they didn't meet me at the taxi drop off point at the station, but um also the last ten yards problem was it. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, fine. Nine out of ten times the taxi driver, like I've got a taxi there, uh, is quite happy to take me in, take me to the escalator and I'll say, OK, I'm all right from here. I'll just bumble around until someone says, oh, where are you going? <laughs> um, or I find a member of staff or whatever. But, you know, on that, there's always that chance that you get a taxi driver who's just, you know, yeah, no, I can't do it. I'm not leaving the the seat, I'm not leaving the taxi. And some of them can't, right? Because there's so many restrictions. You were saying this before, especially in Manchester. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, so there was that slight issue. But um, yeah, other than that, passenger assistance, they've always been great. Um, So yeah, I, I had no problems whatsoever. So you did it through the app, didn't
0: you? You set up assistance on the passenger assistance app. Yeah. Which is brilliant. I mean, just just absolutely amazing. And we're kind of lucky because in Glasgow, you may have the same, but in Glasgow you have a mobility office. Strangely positioned in Glasgow Central Station. It's kind of right in the middle of a very large concourse.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's like a little um, little smoking shed. Yeah. Right in the middle of
0: the- oh, and it's Chris. got lovely seats in it and it was a plant. I was stroking the plant. At least I hope it was a plant. Um <laughs> Hang on,
1: why were you stroking it? Even if it was a plant, why were you stroking it? I, I don't know what it is. Is is this a blind thing that you just start feeling stuff around What's stroking you? Stroking plants. No it isn't. That's a Stephen Scott thing.
0: <laughs> wow. It's funny, I got an email the other week from someone saying, you know, you're not representing the community very well. And I'm like, I know, but this is kind of what I do, right? Yeah. Let's represent the community. Uh, and also t- tell point. my truth.
1: Tell my truth, Sean. <laughs> we don't represent anyone but ourselves. No, exactly. Let's Absolutely. That. That, should,
0: that should be in the intro, really, shouldn't it? It should. Um, but no, I, I, I did. I mean, I got on the app. I did the, the whole thing the same as you. And um, I have to actually cancel my assistance for the way back because – um, i 'll be going into different stations i 'll have to redo it, but that 's a great thing. you just cancel it you don 't feel bad about it um you just do i that's the thing about this you know these apps kind of give you autonomy they give you some control
1: oh absolutely yeah I, I, there was something without but,
0: the you know the whole kind of oh would it be okay if
1: and could I change it and would that be all right and yeah yeah you well you, like you say you 're just taking control for yourself yeah but i w- I would love somewhere in that app just uh you know once you 've 'Cause I went on there and it says my journeys, I think it says or yeah, whatever. That's right, yeah. And you've got your you know, your your comf- confirmation of uh, your assistance. I would just love just call assistant or some way to contact mm. them. Because as I said, I was getting close in the taxi to the station. It would be great just to call them and say, Right, I'm coming in. If someone could meet me at the the drop off point um you need think, like a mini ira in that moment not ira but you know yeah, a, a well, way
0: of connecting directly to just the know. because yeah.
1: to be fair i mean you know, i wasn't sure what time i was going to get there and the you know, taxis are always a little bit hit and miss what time i was going to get there so i didn't give them a time i just said i require someone to meet me at a taxi drop-off but i mean the chances of them you know, someone being there as i came in <laughs> yeah so yeah. it's not like they, they're always waiting so just a way to contact them or even you know Text them an alert saying, you know, I'm coming in. Can someone meet me? Would be good. But you know, aside from that, I I just I love the whole um, the app, Passenger Assist app. I think is fantastic. And on a whole, I know I've had a few problems with them, and there's nothing worse than being left on a train yeah, it's not picking up, yeah, yeah, or not be or left on a platform and not being put on a train that there is nothing worse than that but at the same time uh, you know when it works it works really well so i used seeing ai i was going to use Ira, but i came out with the
0: taxi i i know as long as i'm taken to a specific entrance which is one of the main entrances especially for taxi drop-offs i've got so used to that entrance i just walked straight in on the right side and just keep going. And as long as I'm on the right side of the entrance, because it's quite a big, wide entrance, obviously, lots of coming and going. Yeah. As long as I'm on the right side of it, I can just keep walking straight. And that, that takes me right to a piano first. Nice. And then on the other side of the piano is the mobility office. And I just go in there, just walk keep my way around. Keep going until
1: you hit the piano. Keep <laughs> going until you hit the piano. <laughs> Take a left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Follow that building round, because that's the mobility shed. Yes. And um, you'd feel right at home. <laughs> and then um, you go in there and, you know, what's great is you can sit in there. Um, if someone comes, they'll obviously ask you what's going on. But if they know you're coming and if you've booked it, then obviously they know and they can just mark it up. And it was great, you know, and it was good for them as well because someone else was there and they were going up. They needed the mobility, so they needed the beeping buggy. Yeah. Uh, I love the beeping
1: buggy. Oh, I got the beeping buggy at Houston. Yeah. All the way, it's like you're going through, uh, it's like being in, um, like a, a what is it, a ghost train. <laughs> It's just beeping all the way, and you're going all the way down, and suddenly it speeds up and yep. goes up a hill, and it's great.
0: Sometimes it takes the corners a bit too harsh, and you yeah, think, "Whoa, that's- <laughs> we're all going to tip over!"
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I do love that, yeah, and just you know getting a chance to, you know, just get to this. And of course, the interesting thing is that you know these trains, especially the National Rail ones, are so big. Yeah. Uh, and interestingly, I changed my my journey because I was planning to go from one particular station, which is the second stop on the National Rail from Glasgow to London on the West Coast. So there's Glasgow and then there's Motherwell. They don't always stop at Motherwell, but when they do, I sometimes get the train there. I used to get the train from there. And it's good because it's much nearer my house. Mm-hmm. But the downside of that is that you it's more rushed to get on, find your seat and get settled because the train's having to go, right? Now at Motherwell station, what has happened in the past doesn't always happen, but what does sometimes happen is that the dispatcher, the train dispatcher will take you on. Now that's good. If you've got the train dispatcher, that means the train can't leave until that's he gets right. off the yes, train. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Because he's got to say it's okay to go. I love. I would love that power in my life. <laughs> I can control. I can command this train to move. Um, but yeah, that's his job, right or her job. So, oftentimes I've had the dispatcher do it, and that's cool. But if it's not the dispatcher, it's a bit of a rush getting in, find the seat. Other people are obviously getting on and off. So I thought I'd go to the main line station, the main, the first station, because you've got about 10, 15 minutes where you can get in, you can find your seat, Mm -hmm. you can settle down and then you go. And it just feels much more relaxed. Now, obviously that's fine for me because I'm local enough to it, but, you know, and and not a lot of people have that option, I guess, but, you know, it it was just a choice, a, a decision I decided to make. Yeah. Um... Because you, you've got to be prepared, you know, you've got to be prepared to move quickly when these sta- these trains come in. So, yeah, I got on the train. It was a lovely journey, very pleasant. I had lots of work to do on my computer, so I just sat there. And, you know, that was another thing. Just, you know, because I'm so, um, not particularly or brilliantly proficient, but now being able to use the computer, the laptop, without any screen, mm. it has just enabled me so much more. Yeah, Because I get so much done. I got... We got lots of episodes recorded, some great episodes coming up this week, actually, on Blind Guy. You know, got those edited, ready to go. Um, you know, we, we, I was able to do all my emails. I was able to, you know, and it was brilliant. Just being able to do all that. I could do some of that before. Yeah. But I was always trying to see the screen to see what Quint, was... In a away, yeah. I can't do yeah, it anymore. Yeah. It is physically painful to do it. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now being able to do this, I am... I have to say, I don't... I wouldn't pat myself on the back like this normally, but... I am really proud of myself for achieving what I've achieved with this machine Um, and just being able to do it. And I I feel just going screenless, going non-visual has really made a difference. It felt so enabling, felt much more relaxing. And then I get to Euston, there's there's a person waiting with the beeping buggy. That beeping buggy is great for a lot of reasons. It lets people know it's coming through. Obviously, that's its purpose for the beep. But it also means when when the train pulls in, you know the person is there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is superb. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I loved that and got to got to meet. Uh, we were here to meet some people for for our other shows we do for Double Tap, of course, and all that. So that's kind of why we were here. So we did all that. We we had a wonderful time. Um. I have to say though, we had sighted guide the whole way through, right? Because we had Andy with us, who was our uh, our guide. God bless him. Yeah. And uh, he was here with us, and he is of course the main man at EMI, who we uh, we speak to and we, we work with for Double Tap, but he was our sighted guide, essentially. So we probably got away with it a little bit, maybe. I think if it was you and I on our own, I think we may have Oh, it would here. have been a nightmare.
1: I, 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 not, not always, a nightmare. Always bring a
0: sighted person with you. I think <laughs> that's the answer.
1: It would have been really difficult. Yeah, exactly. No, to, to be serious, you're absolutely right, right. I mean, how would we have gone? I mean, you know, it, it's it's it, that's what brings the stress. If you know you've got someone there who can help, you know, I just want to grab a sh- shoulder. Yeah, it makes the world of difference. But likewise, I just used be my eyes. Right, we're in a, a lovely conference room here in a. Lovely. Can I say where we are? We in the, the yeah. We're in the Crown Plaza. The Crown Plaza in Hotel, London's so at King's Cross. I believe. Yeah, it's lovely, and we're in. That's one co- thing about being blind. It's about being a rock star. You have absolutely no idea where you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could be Come anywhere. Hello, Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> so I just used to Be my eyes app uh, to find. Oh, was the... that what you used? I yeah. thought you used Ira. Well, because I'm a uh, guest explorer, as in I'm cheap and I don't pay for it. I was, <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, I, I just needed to find the door, so I used be my eyes, and uh, lovely. Uh, A really professional person, actually, took me to the doors and then took me to the reception. Reception took me to, uh, well, we don't need to say where, but uh, like... Toilet. (laughs) Yes, toilet, of course. Um, But again, having that service on tap, it it takes so much stress away. How do you deal with
0: when you're using something like Be My Eyes or Ira, and then a member of the public or a member of staff in the hotel, for example, comes up (laughs) to you? And then wants to help you. How do you deal with that?
1: Because how do you tell them, I'm actually getting assistance but via a phone? Yeah, well, you say exactly that. I mean, I can't say these Bose frames that I'm using all the time now don't mm. make it any easier. At least <laughs> if you've got headphones in, people sort of think, is he on the phone or anything? But when you just got your Bose frames, it just looks like you're talking to the air, right? Mm-hmm. Because your ears are free. So, um, but no, you just say exactly that. You say, no, it's fine. I'm getting help already. And you don't have to explain everything, do you? But, um, yeah I, I, I must say for the first time I don't know if I should say this but I'm going to for the first time last week I had a volunteer who was um particularly unhelpful Oh really? And I've been using Be for for years and that's the first time. Now it's not to say they were you know in any way rude or you know uh, I don't know whatever they they weren't rude or or nasty um but they just weren't very good. Um, I was asking, you know, is there cars on the parked on the pavement in front of me? And th- just the way they were giving directions, like, yeah, but you know, it's not in front of you, but it is kind of. It was that vagueness, and that's where you notice the difference between an agent, a trained agent, and a volunteer. And I, you know, that's nothing against Be My Eyes, but no, no. I, but again, having that, you know, okay, it's ten feet in front of you now. You know, you on a head bare left or something. I have had with era before and I've had with be my eyes in particular volunteers who who um, you know maybe are more visually impaired aware um there is a difference there but uh yeah uh, anyway going back to it those services fantastic
0: yeah they really do make the difference and uh, you know I think when it's mission critical you know when life depends on it or yeah. if it's a case of I really need to get this information and I need accurate information, then, yeah, that is where IRA comes in. But you're right. I mean, Be My Eyes is, is an incredible app and you get some amazing people. And yep. I, I think we have to temper expectations on that because they are not trained agents.
1: No, exactly. Otherwise, it
0: would work for IRA. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, so. but. And, and in the other. In other instances, it, that volunteer that wasn't particularly helpful to me may have been absolutely fine for reading a label on my, you know, my food packet or my can mm. or whatever. But just in that instance, it wasn't particularly helpful. But then again, you know, just I was just polite, say, okay, thank you very much, and then I just rang someone else. So yeah, it was it was fine.
0: How did you find the room? What's your what's your method of dealing
1: with a hotel room that is <laughs> new? I just bang around with my, with my cane. That's <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I do. I mean. What, what what can you do? Um, again, using those services are, can be particularly helpful, but I don't think you need it all the time. Uh, there's nothing wrong with just feeling around your uh, hotel room, is there?
0: Don't you feel sometimes when you miss out on stuff? Like, I miss out on the room service. I miss out on the... Unless I actively engage. I was in a hotel two weeks ago, I think it was, uh, with my wife. We were away for uh, an evening, and it was lovely, actually. It was a really nice night. But the room had no information at all. There was no paper. And I got the impression that it was because of COVID that they had taken all the leaflets and the books and stuff they would normally mm. have in there out yeah. of there. But it meant that there was nothing to, I mean, you know, okay, you could say, well, hang on, how do you read that? Well, I would use an app to read all this, yeah. right? seeing AI, something. But it would be like, you know, okay, so if there's a phone, then I know what number is reception or, you know, because I don't want to just start randomly hitting numbers. I mean, yeah. I have done in the past and it does. It's always zero, isn't it? It's always zero or nine or one or something. You know, it's always something. or there's a, Or even worse, sometimes they have a, the specialist buttons at the top, you know, the preset buttons, like. Oh, you yeah, like yeah. and then it's got text next to those. But there was nothing at all. There was absolutely nothing in the hotel that gave me any indication of what was available or anything. And, you know, the problem is when you call up and you ask, you know, could you go through the menu for me, there's almost a, really? And this was a nice hotel I was in, you know. It wasn't yeah. a cheap hotel, but, you know, it's still, there's almost a case, of, oh, look, it's in your room, just go find it. Or but it's on a it, website, you know. and Is you know. it
1: that is it that... um Oh, come on. on why, why? Or is it more of a case of someone saying, well, hang on. Why does someone need me to read the menu for it? Is it a case of them not realizing the, well, the I visual? Tell them. I mean, I'm very clear. I say I'm blind.
0: I can't read this. And it's interesting. My language has changed on this because I used to talk about being visually impaired,
1: and I, I just don't think people get it. No, I, I tell you what, I can't try and get out of the habit of saying I can't see. I say that all the time. I don't know if it's a, a Bristolian thing. I can't see. Can you uh, do this for me? And it's just not enough. You got to use that that harshness of I'm blind. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know, it's because weird. then people get it. Yeah, and even though blindness and it's interesting because the the blindness aspect is you know when you when you say the word blind, that can mean anything, right? I mean, four percent, I think it is, of the world's blind people actually see nothing at all. Yeah, that's right. That's a fascinating fact, right? Yeah. So four percent of the world's blind only see. No, I see nothing what does that mean ninety six percent of us have got some level of vision, and I do have a level of vision it's not very useful to me anymore. I can see bits and things, but i, ta- I you know it, again everything's affected by lighting conditions That's affected yeah. if you're in i mean like we were in a, a restaurant last night, and the lighting was it was changeable in every part of the hotel because when you walked through the restaurant. The light was different to when you got to the seat, and then the, the lighting yeah, changed later in right. the night. Exactly. So I just wear my dark glasses and forget about it. You know, yeah. I, I just think I'm—I can't try and see anymore. It's You've too gone difficult. visual in real life. Yeah, well, you kind of have to, yeah. right? Because, I, and I'm trusting. I will say as well, I've managed to get myself finally. I've been waiting for a new cane for a long time. <laughs> yes. And I, so did you. I'm so glad you brought that up because well, we both had we're our so shiny, excited shiny. with our new canes. But you know what? I have to say, for the first time in both our lives, these canes were the right size. Yes, exactly. Because the first one I got was a tiny one. I, I was th- because I actually the first cane you had was mine. It was. You, you're taller than me. You threw it at me. Yeah. I said, "Use this for God's sake, please. Would you
1: just use this?" I had an ID cane or whatever. Exactly. It a simple cane.
0: Yeah. And I just thought, you know, you've got to have a cane, but but actually, it was the wrong height for you. And if I was, my wife you know, was very annoyed about this because she—that's her job. Your yes. Job is an orientation and mobility specialist. She knows all about this stuff, and she's like, "You
1: can't just give him a cane, Stephen." Ah, it was good. It, it it did me well, and. Uh, but I was coming out, and I said, "You know what? I want a, I want a fresh cane mm. because the cane I use every day is a little <laughs> bit tatty, a little bit dirty. You know, I it's take not it your travelling cane. No, exactly. Well, you know what? I'm going out. I'm going to a nice hotel. I'm going to it's a, a restaurant. People, I'm yeah. meeting people." It's like having a fresh pair of trainers on, right? I, yeah. I, I want my nice squeaky white cane going on. So yeah, and then we got here and you had exactly the same thing, a brand new cane.
0: I was so excited by it, but I have to tell you, since having the longer cane, because it was a 135, I think I had, and now it's a 145. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I tell you it was a 140, and now, 130, I should say, and it is now a 145. And the difference it has made to my walking is incredible i think this has solved my issues oh, because really? you know i was having a lot of problems balance, balance and, yeah. and i think it's because the cane was too short and i was almost trying to overextend my arm to try and kind of get the cane further
1: when well, i was you, walking it's interesting because you said I'm, I'm taller than you i'm not convinced i am you are a tall fellow right yeah but you're taller than me i can tell when you're standing up you're taller than me okay
0: but i don't know I, I mean not you're not a mountain but you're not you're not Minuscule, <laughs> okay. I, I feel quite small next to you. Steady now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that
1: in the nicest possible Blimey way. Me, I want to go back to the shed. Um, yeah, Man but, mountain over here. I think it's, it does make a difference. And you're absolutely right, because um, I've I have got, I still got that cane you gave me, which is significantly smaller than yeah. the yeah. one I've got now. When you get older and you start to shrink... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I come back. I come back to it when I'm like Yoda, only <laughs> <laughs> four foot tall. It'll be fine. But you're absolutely right, and especially now. Now, before I could see this, oh, I keep saying this, but you know, when you can see the cars that are parked on the pavement or whatever, mm. then it wasn't so much an issue. But now you want as much range as you yes. can get when you can't see that. Because you know, I'm finding that sometimes when I'm slightly nervous, I'm almost walking more sideways on yeah. and reaching out with my that's cane. That's exactly
0: what I was doing. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so, I think that's
0: the problem. I think the cane wasn't measured right for me. Yeah. And in fairness, it was measured for me. I was using one which was just one I had for years and years and years. I mean, And I would always just get the same one again. Yeah. Um, so I was never changing it. But obviously, you know, when I, I mean, I started using the white cane. I mean, officially I was trained on it when I was 10. Wow. Okay. Um, and how old are you now? 80, 80? 85. 85. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I should have gone back to the same height by now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you do, obviously. I mean, you know, certainly the cane I had at 10 is not the one I have now. But um, yeah, it's yeah, just a different world, you know, and it's, it's so interesting. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm really really feeling much more confident with it. And I think that's what it is. You know, I think about the we Walk smart cane and I think about the tech around canes. And I, we we talked about this, I think, briefly before. There's a, there's a fantastic article which I was reading about how the, in some, in this particular person's view, and we'll, we'll, if we haven't published this, we'll publish it on Twitter for you to read. It's really interesting. It's an article about this, this woman's view on smart canes being ableist. So the idea is, from her perspective, she says that ultimately you're trying to fix something there's nothing wrong with, which is arguably what you know ableism is all about, right? And I, I kind of, I don't know if I'd go so far to use the word ableist, but I do find that very interesting. I don't think we need to fix the white cane. There's nothing wrong with it. And I think in a lot of ways, the smart canes don't give me anything that I, they actually, they, in the way they take away from what the cane itself is there to do. The information I get through the tip up to the handle is really important, and if you add to that, you are taking something
1: away. I don't know. I don't sure. I would go with that because there is nothing wrong with trying to improve something, right? The white cane is fantastic as it is. And but what, I, what was wrong with it? Yeah, but I, I agree with that, and I agree that the, the tech trying to techify it so far hasn't really achieved anything. I don't no. think personally. Um, but with that said, there's nothing wrong with still trying to improve it. Otherwise, it's like people I talk to sometimes who say, "Oh, yeah, I'm not bothered with a smartphone. I'm not at all interested. I don't need one." Um, that's fine. I get that. But simply, I've, I've heard someone say as well, "Is I, like, oh, I, I, I don't want to lose the skills I've already got." I, I, I don't go with that. I think anything that can give you any sort of assistance is something you should go for, and we shouldn't say, "Oh, just, it's just tech for tech's sake." I don't think. Otherwise, you, what what would we do? You, everything is ableist in that case. Anything we. But but it's it's
0: not so the phone example doesn't work because you know what you're looking at is something which is enhanced and given extra features in alignment with. So you know you've got a phone. It starts as a phone, a rotary device. You know, yes, uh, you know the old yes, thing, yes. Right? yes. And then you've gone from that and you've added on to that all these other functions. It's a a multi-line of functions on on the table now, but they all work together or separately or whatever. But the point is they all work in alignment. Whereas you're adding on to something at the detriment of the the intended purpose. Some, I mean, some would argue your analogy works on the view that you know, arguably, phone calls got worse because of the smartphone <laughs> technology, right? Because it yeah. was trying to cram so much into the body of the phone that the actual antenna of the phone, the thing that made it a phone, didn't work as well. So I can maybe get the analogy that far, yeah, but no,
1: yeah, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't totally work. I, I just, I don't think there's any, any, any thing, any aid that we use that we say, okay that's we can't try to improve that because that's ableist. I, I don't think that's the case. I think it's quite okay. No, I agree with that. I agree it's with quite that. okay I think, to say. I think you got to be careful with that word. So we yes, can overuse I, it a exactly, little bit in our community, exactly. I think. You can say, "Oh, actually there's no no benefit to the technology added to this cane or whatever it may be." Which is where I am at. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. I totally agree so far. As mm. I said, as I'm using this and the, the the I think we talked about this last time with the the sonar Aspect to oh, it, the Sunu band, I, the Sunu band. Yeah, I think you know. Well, actually, I can see that being useful because I, I want to see if there is an obstacle in front of me and and having that pill into a cane.
0: I just don't have the ability to hold certain, you know, or at least maybe two or more thoughts in my head whilst you know not trying to be hit by a bus. <laughs> I find that really difficult to do. Right? I'm not a walking chew gum kind of guy.
1: Yeah, uh, that's fair enough.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Other people are. I mean, other people are incredible at it. You know, and there are people who like you know they hit a they hit a lamppost and it's like oh that's a C sharp and you think. About these people, yes, right, they are amazing. But it's incredible, right, how people can do all that. I'm not there. I'm not that person. No, I'm. A, I'm I wouldn't say I'm a bumbler. I'm not
1: that. See, bad. that's another thing. I said that word earlier on, yeah. and, I, and I almost caught myself saying yeah, but, it but it's how you feel about how you go I, d- right? I actually don't have an issue with that because i do feel as well as you I, yeah exactly i sort of do and a lot of people are like that and, and some people
0: are and i think the people who do it are perfectly happy with that right they're perfectly happy in that scenario because that's what
1: they do that's how yeah, they do some it so people that's the really like really don't like the use of that word mm. because it portrays us as bumbling fools which is the next thing but i don't like it as a group term
0: because it's not fair Individually, if you want to call yourself that, that's fine. I don't consider myself a
1: bumbler, but I'm not. I would never say that word. Bumbler. as a as it's a, group. a strange word. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm just saying. <laughs> as I was like walking through the train carriage, so you know, oh god, I'm, 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 it's always toilets with me. I need to go to the <laughs> toilet, so I get up. And I'm stop I'm, drinking so much water. I know why that's the thing. So I'm walking through the carriage, and as I'm going through, you know, I'm sort of swerving around. You know, I, I it sort of knocks you off balance sometimes when the trains go in, and yeah. I, you know, I bumbled down the carriage. I don't see there's anything wrong with using that word, but I know people say no, you can't use that word because it makes you sound, I don't know, less competent. But I'm sorry, that's the description of the way I was walking at I the time. I think
0: I think I've got my award. So you're a bumbler. I think yeah. I'm a Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair, right? I think that's me. That is absolutely true. I just go for it. I don't care. I'm just like, right, let's, you know, it's like yesterday we're crossing the road and everyone's like, stop, stop. I'm like, just go. The cars will. they've got eyes. (laughs) They've got brakes. They'll figure it out. Just go. Do you think, do you honestly think a taxi driver wants to hit a blind guy? Do you think that's the? can you imagine the insurance claim? Imagine how much money I'm going to make out of that. He does not oh, yeah. want to hit me. Yeah,
1: he's going to make sure his brakes are working when I'm in front of him. If you survive, yeah. No, to be fair, this was at a crossing <laughs> and we were waiting for the green man and you were saying, ah, just go. Just mate. go. Come on, no. But no, you are absolutely right because I was um, I was <laughs> using Andy's shoulder uh, wherever we were going. To the pub, that's where we were going. Yeah. We uh, were you going were, after this. Yeah, exactly. And you were just bang you were just barreling through that it's exactly what you do yeah it's funny i am not that confident i'm still very slow i'm still feeling my way around you are very much yeah i'm making my own path
0: through here i think it's just I, I was taught don't be a shrinking violet and i think when you're blind you can't be that's definitely true you can't yeah. be a shrinking violet You've, I, I, but again there's limits to everything right i mean there's, there's people who take that to the extreme as well but it, it's what works for you i think that's the point and um what we do here, obviously, on the show is we present a range of views, our views, and you're welcome to, to agree or disagree, but um, and I, I encourage that. But listen, I, I, it's been a really fun time. We've had a great time here. Uh, I know that m- many of you have been emailing in already. I've been reading some of your emails and saying, you know, I, I got a wonderful email from Hannah this week who was uh, keen to actually meet up to talk about a project she's working on. And uh, unfortunately, we we'd, couldn't make it happen this time on this trip, but we're going to do it on Teams, the good old-fashioned way. Hey. As it is now. It um, <laughs> feels weird now saying that. But yeah, the, the, the old-fashioned way of getting on Teams. Wow. Uh, so uh, we're going to do that. But Hannah was saying, you know, I hope your trip to London is safe and I hope you got on OK. She says, I will, however, um, tune in on Wednesday to find out. Um, <laughs> because she wasn't suspicious. I don't expect you to email me back and tell me. I'll just listen to the episode.
1: So, <laughs> Hannah, um,
0: good. we're fine. We we did we got here, we're, we're safe, and uh, yeah, we're having a good time. So yeah, we're having a good time in London. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we'll be back because we're going to be talking uh, kind of short talk from us tomorrow, uh, which you'll be pleased to hear, um, because we have a fantastic demo of the Spring app that everyone's talking about. Uh, Gordon Anthony has sent this in, so really interested to hear about that. And coming up on Friday, we're joined by, uh, I know a lot of you have asked this question as well, how is Kelly Doyle getting on with the commentary app that's the side-loaded screen reader on Android phones. How's she getting on with it? We're going to get the answer to that on Friday. She joins us back on the show when we are back on the studio and back in your shed. Yes. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with that. So, yeah, lots to come this week. Keep uh, checking out our Twitter feed. It's been a bit quiet this week. We're not on the move, so we haven't had a chance to tweet much. And, of course, if you haven't had a chance to listen back, although if you're listening in sequence, you will have, but if you haven't heard the Ability Summit preview or the review as it was, yes. some amazing products coming cool. out from there. And uh, lots of people reading today on, on Twitter now. Now the news is out, and um, people are so excited about these new adaptive accessories. And seeing a lot of mainstream bloggers talking about it as well, saying, "Hey, this is really cool for us." Yeah, which is exactly the point. So yeah, keep in touch. Um, as you do, we'll read the emails as we go, and of course, we'll be back tomorrow with more. And if you want to keep in touch, here's how. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.